people, what's up, man? How y'all doing? I'm your boy Chris J. All the sports team loves me back. People, a happy Monday. I hope y'all weekend was great. Mine was pretty good, pretty chill. But people, y'all know I'm that guy. I love talking about sports in my podcast. People show this in the podcast. Well, I talk about the, the hottest topics in both the NBA and the NFL people. And people... Y'all know the playoffs have begun, so I've been watching a lot and seeing a lot because so much has been going around, like teams have been stepping up, certain teams have been dropping the ball, and certain teams that really has been, has, people hadn't really noticed have been stepping up too, so that's the beauty of the playoffs. It just, teams step up, and teams that should step up don't step up, so you get so many different dynamics of the playoffs that's why I, I i love a playoff basketball because you get so many games every single night it, it's so many so so many things can happen and people today i must talk about every single game in both the eastern and western conference people and guess what i'm talking about all the games and the first game i must talk about has been the series that had the most hype coming in the most hype far as more than any other series because we thought and myself thought that, that this series was going seven games because these teams were evenly matched and it just was going to be the best first round series ever by far and the series I'm talking about is the Boston Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets if y'all been watching the series y'all should know that the Brooklyn Nets are down 0-3 the series over the series over. And the really question to ask is, Kevin Durant, he has been a no-show. He's been absent. He has not played like himself. To KD to standards, he's been trash, god-awful. Like, the past three games, I just can't believe what I'm saying for Kevin Durant. I can't believe it. I'm like, I'm watching the game, and it's like, I can't believe my eyes. I'm like, what is he doing? It's like, this is Kevin Durant here. This is an all-time great player. Top 15 player of all time. Top five talent of all time. Like, skill and ability. And it's like, he looks flustered. It's like, he don't know what to do. He looks lost. He keep on saying in, in the press conference, I don't know, should I speed it up? Slow it down? Get in my spots faster? I don't know. He looks confused. He's like, he doesn't know what to do. And I've... Of course, I've seen Durant have bad games in the past, but not like this. Multiple games in a row, and it's like he's not aggressive. He just like he just he looks lost. And this Boston Celtics defense is doing a number on him. They're being physical, pushing him around, they're grabbing him, they're in his face, they're in his grill. And to be honest, it's just physical defense. It's physical defense because I've seen Durant still thrive on physical defense but it's like with this team i don't know what it is it's like he just he's not like he's acting like he's never seen a defense this physical before i guess but the boston celtics defense they've been great and i think they have the best defense in all the nba i'm dead like seriously because they can do so much things they have they, they play like eight nine ten deep and everybody can all play defense they're all a triple threat player they all can play defense, and guess what? They play together, and they have a real coach in, in Udoka, a real coach. And with KD, you know, and right now with how he's playing, 
game game one, when I seen Boston win game one, 115-114, I said, okay, I'm feeling confident in this series. KD had 25, 26 points, and he shot the ball awful. Then I seen, okay, so, so I knew he'll bounce back game two. Game two come, 22 points, still very inefficient, turned the ball over, looked flustered, don't know what to do. Game three come, okay, KD home, KD's home. 16 points, only shot 11 shots, not aggressive. He just looks like he looks lost and engaged. And I'm looking like, okay, what is he doing? It's like, and, and it's the same thing. And every game is getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm looking like, what is Kevin Durant doing? Because I'm lost for words. I don't know what to say. I'm in shell shot watching this series because I can't believe what I'm seeing from KD. And then Kyrie Irving, and Irving besides game one, he's he's played horrible in games two and three. Game two, 10 points. Game three, 16 points. Both games inefficient. Inefficient for both games. And, you know, um, Kyrie has not been himself. And it's like since Boston left Boston, there is no love there. And it's like Kyrie just like he do, he's not don't look engaged. Like he doesn't care. And it's just it's shocking me. Like, what is this guy doing? And then, you know, Steve Nash, you know, who's not a coach, came into the situation, no experience as a head coach. And one thing that makes that gets me to KD and Kyrie Irving both said they don't need a coach. They both said they don't need a coach. And I was looking, you need a coach. Because why? For the other players. And then from all the all-time greats, from Kobe, Duncan, Shaq, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, uh, uh, all these legends, they had great coaches. So what are you talking about? You don't need coaching. Even the all-time greats need to be coached. A smart player wants to be coached. So what are you talking about? Don't need a coach. And with KD, this looks so bad on you because you left Golden State. And how Golden State is looking right now, they're one of the favorites to win it all. And you left that situation to go to Brooklyn for this? Really? For this? Come on, bro. Y'all have not gone past the second round since you got there. The first year you missed. Can't blame that. You, you, I told you Achilles, the first year you were gone. But the second year, lost in the second round. I, I understand they came close to toenail shot. Yes, I get it, but you still lost. Period. Then, this year, you about to be bouncing the first round and y'all may get swept. Because I think the Boston Celtics are going to sweep y'all tonight. They like... They smell blood. Forget smell blood. They see blood in the ocean. And guess what? They finna come find a body and go to work. And the prey are the Brooklyn Nets. They going to work. They like Jaws. Dun-na, dun-na, dun-na. They coming for you. When Jaws coming gets louder and louder and louder and louder, then it attacks. That's the Boston Celtics. They Jaws. Y'all the prey. Y'all finna get eight. Y'all going, y'all going bye-bye forever, ever. Because that's how they plan. The Boston Celtics plan with so much to prove and show that, hey, y'all were the favorite still to win this series. Okay. We're going to show the world in the NBA while we serious. And the Boston Celtics, how they looking, man, they looking good. It's something flying high in Boston. It's something flying high. 
I mean, and they they got it going. They got it cooking. And it just, just you know, showing me that, hey, that KD, man, it did it, it what it is. And Tatum, the emergence of Jason Tatum, he's killing KD offensively, locking him down defensively, blocked the shot four or five times. He's going to work on him, both sides of the floor. Jalen Brown, Boston got dealt. Udoka, the head coach, doing his job. The Boston Celtics as a team, Al Horford, Marcus Smart, like, man, like, this team here, they got bodies on bodies on bodies. They come at, at you in bunches, and they just put in that work. And so, I created the Boston Celtics. I got Boston s- s- sweeping the Celtics tonight. It's not an ends. I want to say Brooklyn can have some heart and pride and win game four just to not get swept. But I don't even think since uh, with how, how they've looked, they want to play a game five on Boston. I really don't. I think they'll really just get swept and and we go back on to Brooklyn because this series is over. It's over, man. And, um, and, how, and how KD's look, this will stain his, his legacy forever. N- not forever because he's an all-time great, but this will hurt. This will be like a, a stain if he gets swept in the first round, get swept, that would look bad. And how he's played. Now, if he's played great and they're losing, that's different. But he's played awful to his standards. And I'm just fed up looking at it, people. And it's just um, a shame to watch. I must talk about the Brooklyn, I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls take a... Uh, the the Bucks take a commanding 3-1 lead. Going back to Milwaukee, the series over. You know, even though without without Chris Middleton, the Bucks have been stepping up games three and four. They've been waxing the Bulls. They're too much to handle. Giannis the Greek freak. He is the, he is just the most dominant player in all the NBA, and Giannis is the best player in the NBA. Just saying. And the Bucks is like a team that's trying to go back to back. They're playing good at the right time. I fought with them losing Chris Middleton. The Bulls would have a better shot, but I would still pick the Bucks to win that series in six games. But they stepped up and played better since in his absence, and that's true greatness. So the Bucks will beat the Bulls in five games. The Bulls, they got to the playoffs. Great season to their standards because they've been irrelevant, irrelevant, irrelevant in the past couple of years. And for this year, to make the playoffs... That's a that's a good stepping stone because they didn't have Lonzo Ball, who that would have been a, a big key for them. But hey, it's sports part of the game. Injuries are all part of the game. He ain't there. Period. And the Bucks, I took my hats to them. They are they should be the favorites in the East. They should be because they are the champions. You have to give them a, a, that respect. And so I do think they'll win the series in five games because the Bulls. They don't want to go back to Chicago, man. This series over. The Bucks going to blow them out in game five in Milwaukee, and they will advance and face the Boston Celtics. And that's going to be a great series to watch. Seriously. The 76ers and the Toronto Raptors. Joel Embiid has looked like Joel Embiid, the most dominant player, well, the most second dominant player in all the basketball behind the Greek freak, in my opinion. You know, the way he's played, he's played like a man 
on a mission. Tyrese Maxey's played great too. But Joel Embiid, you know, with him knowing what's at stake, with him chasing that championship ring, I think the 76ers have a good shot at coming out the East. I really do. I think out of the the 76ers, like, because Joel Embiid is Joel Embiid. He going to dominate every single game. He's going to dominate. He going to always show up. And the way Tyrese Massey is playing, he's emerging as a star among us people because he's he's been great. He's been great. But the only question mark I would say about Philly right now is kind of scary, though, because they've been winning, and James Harden has not really played that great yet, his standards. He ain't really played all that yet. He's he played okay, you know, and it's like if James Harden can have some good games in a big series, bro, the 76ers, they're going to be scary because Harden playing okay, but, but and they're still winning. And the one thing I can say about James Harden, he can he'll have a bypass this series versus versus the Raptors because they're Toronto, you know, they're kind of supposed to beat Toronto. Nobody thinks Toronto is gonna beat them, period. Like no matter what. And now we're seeing him struggle, but versus the Miami Heat, because the Heat up 3 1 2. So, most likely, Philly going to play the Heat in the second round. James Harden has to show up that series. That can't be a series where he does not show up. He has to show up. He has to come through. Because me personally, I I just think that James Harden got to play great that series. Because you're not beating an elite team without your second best player not being himself. So James Harden, he'll he'll get a bypass this series because they don't really need you to play great rest of this round. But for for the second round, so on, you gotta play great. You gotta be James Harden. Just give me 22 and 13 and 10, 11, but be efficient and have impact on the game. Because I don't think with how Joel Embiid's playing and Tyrese Maxey and and still still Tobias Harris, he does not have to be. The, the James Harden, James Harden. He's got to be good, be uh, be efficient, be, uh, be the playmaker. It's all it needs you to be. And just play good defense to be smart and be great in moments and make big shots in moments. That's all they need James to do. So I believe James Harden will step up eventually because they traded their picks for a reason. They traded Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and Drummond for a reason. And when that trade went down, I sat there and said, the 76ers won the trade. And they'd have. And right now, they're looking, James Harden, he looking like a smart man for leaving that situation in Brooklyn. Because they're finna get swept. And the, and the 76ers are up 3-1, going back to Philly for a game five. Oh, yeah. Philly closed this series tonight in five games. Joel Embiid dropping 35 15 and 5. And James Harden gonna do what James Harden does. And Tyrese Max and that crew, they're gonna step up and win the game. And people, guess what? They have a head coach that actually wants to coach. Doc Rivers. So praise the guy that actually wanna coach. Cause James Harden wanted to coach, wanted to be mentored. He wanted to coach. Brooklyn didn't want to coach. He wanted that. So shot James Harden. You wanna be coached. You wanna be held accountable. 
You want to be held and have someone that knows the game and someone that's going to actually run plays that are just sitting on the sideline like Coach Clout, Steve Nash. He is the Jason Garrett of the NBA, just saying. He sits there and just clouts. Had to go off real quick. James Harden, you look like a, like a smart man. You are Albert Einstein playing basketball right now. Because you look like a genius going to Philly. Because the Nets stink. Just saying. Just saying, people. Now, I'm talking about the Miami Heat and the Atlanta Hawks. I'll be quick and brief. Going to the series, this was the series I was most disinterested in watching. Because I know... The Heat was going to win four or five games easy because the matchups was not there. I knew that from the start. I said, the Hawks don't match up good with the Heat because Trey Young, when he'll be with his size and how the Heat have defense, they have multiple bodies to, to, to throw on him. Butler, you know, you have Bam out of Bayou, you got Duncan, you got Robinson, you got Tucker, you got so many players to kind of give him trouble. You had Lowry coming in. I mean, Lowry's hurting now, but still. But it's like they had a lot of body to throw on Trey Young, and I didn't like the matchup, so I gave Atlanta no chance at all. And I look and I look great because they're gonna beat them. It's over. It ends tonight, I believe. Tonight or tomorrow, it series is over. Five games. Miami's gonna blow them out of Game Five and send the Hawks back to Atlanta. Back to Atlanta with an L. And so that was the series I didn't really care about. I'm watching the series, but I I knew coming in, the Heat were going to blow them out the water. Because, you know, it's just the Heat are number one seed. And this one eight seed just don't match up good, in my opinion. And Trey Young, you know, he has no other superstar playing alongside him. So until he gets... Someone to play with that's really me personally. I might think Trey Young is better as a Robin. I feel like he should, like a guy, like he should play alongside somebody else. Because I, I just don't think that if he's your best player, I just don't think you'll win a championship. I feel like you can win a championship with him when he when he's your second best player because of his size and he, and he has certain stuff you can't really do. He's a liability. He's a liability on defense side of the ball. You know, I mean, he can't do it because he's so short inside. He can't do as much. He kind of limited to a degree. But great player. Love. I love Trey Young's game. He he won the best point guards in all the NBA. But this matchup is too much for him. The Heat, Jimmy Butler, and this Heat team that has something to prove. And they are the top seed for a reason, and them and they and they also have a good shot at winning it all. Like seriously, this team has toughness. They have grit. They have all the check marks to winning a championship. The only check mark, I, the only question mark I may have is, do they have a guy that can get a bucket at any given time? Like when everybody shot off, who is that guy that would just take over the game and take them there? But besides that, they have all the check marks of a championship team. They got coach. They have Eric Spoelstra, great coach, experience. You got old, older players. You got players that's young. You got a whole mixture of everything. So the Heat are a really good team, 
team, and they're a team that can definitely um cause some troubles. Yes, for sure. Going to the Western Conference, you know, you got the Suns Pelicans, man. I watched that game last night. The Pelicans did win 118, I believe, to 103. Tied the series up 2-2. No Devin Booker. Booker, who's probably out for the rest of this series with a, a hamstring strain. He's out, like I believe, two or three weeks. And so, now with that being said, you know, this series, you know, I believe the Suns will win this series in six games, six, six or seven games, because I, I still do think the, the Suns are good enough to beat the Pelicans without Booker because they have experience. Last year, going to the finals, they've been there, done that. So I have confidence that they will win this series. But the Pelicans, they are a team that's on the rise. Uh, they are a team that has nothing to lose. Uh, uh, they are a team that's playing with house money. And so I believe they can, they're confident. If I'm the Pelicans, the mindset is to win game five. Win game five and come back home to the Smoothie King Arena and win game six in, in, in the series. You know, they should be confident because they match up well. This is a 1-8 seed that matches up really perfect because now without Booker, these teams match up really good because they have no one to stop Ingram. McCullum still goes off. You got two guys that, that that can give you 30 to 40 points on any given night. They have a great young coach. I mean, they have young pieces that's dogs, don't fear nothing, and that's not afraid of the moment. And so I feel like the Pelicans, they should feel good. Phoenix, they should feel good too. But the Phoenix Suns, you can't lose in the first round. I'm sorry. Even without Devin Booker, you can't lose in the first round. You can't. I'm sorry. You cannot lose in the first round. You can't. You have to win this series. You have to. You got to win this series. And the only thing I can say about Phoenix is I love Chris Paul. But when you get older, he's 36, 37. When you get older, some games you play great one game. Next game you play not so great because... You kind of maybe you one game you're tired, or one game is just not like how you were when you were younger. He's older, but you know Chris Paul. You know I feel like he's gonna get the job done. He'll find a way because I do expect the Suns to win the series still in six or seven games. I'm picking Phoenix in six because I think Phoenix they're gonna win Game Five back home in Phoenix in Game Six. That experience will kick in, and then they'll win Game Six. But I wouldn't be shocked if it goes seven, like seriously, because this Pelicans team is a team that's on the rise. And next year, and next year when they have Zion, like they're gonna be a team that should that should you should definitely watch because like they had Zion, man, with no Booker, the Pelicans make it take it, you know. And how Ingram's playing and with a McCullum and stuff like that. Hey, like seriously, next year when Zion comes back and hopefully he's healthy. And, and lose some weight, they should be a team that you could put your eyes on because they will be put you on notice. This team can play, and they have the next young coach on the rise. Like, seriously, seriously. The Dallas Mavericks and the Utah Jazz. I watched that game, Um, I believe, yesterday on Saturday, I believe. It was Saturday or Sunday. Oh, they play one of those days. Um... I feel like Dallas should be up 3-1. I 
I feel like Dallas blew game four. I feel like when Luka made that dagger three to put him up 99-95, I thought it was over. But the Jazz fought back and they made a play. Got to stop, made some plays. You know, um, Dallas Mavericks, I forgot his name, but he missed two free throws at a crucial time in the game. They gave the Jazz a chance to take the lead. And so um, I feel like with, with, with now with Luka's back, you know, I feel like um, they're gonna, the Dallas going to win game five and they'll come back on the road and steal game six and end the series 4-2. But I can say this, though. Watching that game, though, Luka's a great player. But when Luka wasn't playing, they had more ball movement. Now when Luka's there, he just ball dominant, dribble, 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 dribble. And players get stagnant. I feel like if Luka, when he's playing, they can keep that ball moving, movement there. Because Brunson, he's been the reason why they've won two games. Because Brunson had 41 game two. Game, game three had 31 on the road. So I feel like with Brunson, and they had more ball movement, they just can't be so Luka-centric. Just watching Luka dribble, 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 dribble. Luka's got the same time, got to understand, you just can't be ball-dominant the whole game. No way to be ball-dominant. And Luka's 22, 23 years old, he'll learn that in time more. But I feel like Dallas, they're a better basketball team. And I wouldn't be shocked if the Dallas Mavericks, if they win this series versus the the Jazz, like I think they will. I it's and say a Phoenix win, Phoenix or whatever, or the Pelicans. They really they got a really great shot at going to the Western Conference Championship. Just saying because they got Luca and they and Luca got and that's that Dinwiddie trade. That was a great trade because Porzingis was not the guy, and Dinwiddie he's been a great addition, great pick. So, so I feel like, man, the 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 Mavericks, if they win this series, they should feel confident going to that next second round versus either the Suns or or or, or the Pelicans because they got Luka and they got a good supporting a good supporting cast. And this all season, they better re-sign Brunson because he has been showing up and showing out. Give this man his money, seriously. Give him his money. The series that I've, you know, I've, you know, watched that's really been catching my attention so much in the Western Conference has been the two and the seven seed. The Timberwolves and the Memphis Grizzlies. The series is tied 2-2. Going back to Memphis for game five, I believe, tonight correctly. You know, watching that series, you know, coming to the playoffs, John Morant said, we come up chimney, we ain't ducking nobody, we want all the smoke, all this in the third and you know, um, I'm saying this right now. I feel like the Timberwolves should be up three-one. I really do. I feel like the Timberwolves they blew Game Three. You were up 26 points, then you were up 21 points, and then you blow the lead um, and lose Game Three. Game Four, they, they got the victory, bounced back. Cat showed up. Carl Anthony Towns showed up in Game Four. And so, and the and and the two games that he's played like he should play, Towns games one and four, they've won. 
So it's showing you that if town shows up and plays like town should, they win those games. So I feel like if Cardinal Towns, if he shows up tonight and has a dominant game from start to finish and plays how he should, the Timberwolves had a good shot at winning this game because game one, 29 points, rebounds, blocking shots, he's active, won the game. Game four, same way, won the game. Game two and three, didn't show up at all, lost the game. You know, so I feel like um, and how Anthony Edward plays, um, but this series teams match up perfectly. You know, um, I feel like with the Memphis Grizzlies, they, they are a really good team. Fun to watch. A lot of swagger, a lot of heart. They dogs, you know. But at the same time, the playoffs don't really work like that. Meaning, it's different. All that talking, coming up the chimney. Okay, yeah, I hear that. But, bro, like, everybody out here, bro. Everybody really, in the playoffs, everybody dogs. Like, you know, and it's showing you a little bit of inexperience. But I feel like they are a good team. They got a good shot at going to the going to the finals. Let the Grizzly, seriously. But I'm saying this right now. It wouldn't shock me if the Timberwolves win this series. It wouldn't shock me. It also wouldn't shock me if the Grizzly win this series. So I feel like this series can go both ways. I'm saying this right now. Right now. I'm saying it right now. Whoever wins tonight's game will win the series. Even if the Timberwolves, even if Memphis loses tonight and they go on the road and they and and, and say they win game six, they'll win game seven. But I'm saying this right now. Whoever wins tonight, game five, will win the series. Will. Because I believe. If the T-Wolves win tonight, they're closing the game six. Because your mindset should be like, this is our game seven. You know, so we'll see what happens. You know, um, but yes, but this series has been the most intriguing one in all the Western Conference. You know, because these teams match up well. And both teams are young. Both teams have something to prove. So it's definitely um, something... I've enjoyed watching so far, you know, with John Morant. The guy played a little better, you know, but as far as just the Grizzlies, Desmond Bain is a beast. They got some dogs over there, and they fear nobody. But if they if, if, if they losing the first round, I'll be like, okay, you got to do all that talking and losing the first round? Nah, you got to win this series. But if I'm a T-Wolves, you have nothing to lose. They match up well. They're good enough to beat them. Period. Just saying. The game, the series, and the team best caught my attention so much in the Western Conference. And they look like, like the best team in the Western Conference has been the Golden State Warriors. They were up 3-1 versus the Nuggets last Nuggets last night. Denver got a win game four. They showed up with they, they, they had pride. They had heart. They got to win. Golden State to win in five. Go, game five, they'll blow them out. Stephen Curry, Jordan Poole has emerged as a star. Clay's, Clay, people, Clay back. 
Clay back. Clay Thompson back. He is back. Clay is back, people. Clay Thompson, the past couple games, he's been going off. Clay is back. I was telling y'all, we we'll give him good, give him about two and a half months. He getting his rhythm back. Getting his rhythm back. Offensively, Clay gonna find that shot. What he been doing? Clay Thompson is back. All oh, is he in the same Clay? Yes, he is. Defensively, he got improved. But that happened when he had the whole summer to train and to and get his body back right defensively. He'll be ready next year. But I'm telling you that right now. Clay back. How Clay playing? I'm telling y'all, Clay Thompson is that dude. Jordan Poole, he is the new splash brother. It's three. Draymond Green, Draymond Green. They got depth, experience. They got a coach that's really a coach. Unlike two players I know that don't want to coach. And looking the rant looking real crazy how Golden State looking and how you looking. Because if the Golden State Warriors go to a finals and win a championship, that's going to look Katie look really bad. Like, dog. But back to Golden State, they look great, man. This team here, they got a good shot at winning it all. They have a good shot. They're one of the favorites. Same with the Grizzlies. Same at the Celtics. Same at the Suns. But, but, but by far, I feel like far the Western Conference, they look the best team right now in the West. They look the best team in the West. Then with the health of Devin Booker, you know, with how he's looking, you know, and then with the um the Grizzlies still inexperienced at times. But last year Memphis did beat Golden State. But let's not act like Clay wasn't there. Clay wasn't there. And then Poole wasn't the same player that he is now. Let's be realistic, people. Let's be realistic. Golden State, man, they they here. They are here. People, you know, um, man, I talk about every game, every series. I got Golden State in five, winning this series, Golden State in five. For the Ment- for the Memphis and T-Wolves, man, I feel like they're going seven games. I do. I feel like they're going seven games. Um, I really do. I wouldn't mind seeing an upset with the, with the T-Wolves and Grizzlies. But I got Memphis in seven. I got Memphis winning game five, losing game six, winning game seven. But I'll literally be wrong. But I think the T or the Grizzlies gonna win in seven games. It's going seven. I got Dallas in six. I got the Suns in six. You know, um, I got Boston sweeping the Brooklyn tonight. It's over. I got Philly in five. I got Heat in five. You know, and what a time to be alive. <laughs> so, people, um, have a great Monday. Um, hope y'all just chase y'all goals, set goals every day, and work towards those goals. People, um, have a great day. Learn something. Be great, people. I love y'all. Peace.